live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Ten minutes after seven on Wisconsin's Morning News. Actually, sorry, at 44 degrees right now. I just cost you almost 15 degrees. Sorry about that. Probably heard of NFTs before. NFTs. It's an acronym for non-fungible token. So the basics of it is that it's not fungible. You can't you can't fung it. Right. And if you tried to fung it, you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, you can't fung a fun- non-fungible. <laughs> that's, that's you never fung it. No, you never fung it. That's about my understanding of NFTs as well. But if you happen to have bought and sold one, you have to claim the profit as part of your income, just like if you sold something you do understand. Here's ABC's Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. The ABC's on NFTs. I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. Maybe you love it or maybe you regret the purchase. Hey, we aren't judging. But that NFT you sold last year, well, you know what? You still may need to pay taxes on it. NFTs are just like cryptocurrency, just like stocks and any other assets. They are subject to either short-term or long-term capital gains. So if you bought it low and sold it high and made a profit, you are subject to those taxes depending on how long you've held it, and that depends on your income. ABC News contributor Caleb Silver, editor-in-chief at Investopedia. Well, if you bought NFTs in 2021 and you sold them in 2022, you probably lost money, so you may be able to take deduct some losses from that. Bottom line, if you buy it, whether it's real or virtual, and you make money on it, you must pay taxes on it. You can learn more about NFTs and taxes on the IRS website, irs.gov, or the IRS app, irs to go With today's tax tip, I'm Daria Albinger, ABC News. Tax tips are brought to you by the Neal Group. For less stress with the IRS, visit neilgroup.net. That's N-E-A-L group.net for a free consultation. Now what the hell's an NFT? Apparently cryptocurrency. Everyone's making so much money. Can you please explain what's an NFT? I said, what the hell's an NFT? It's like real life monopoly. Everyone is doing it like Gronkowski. Can you please help me make an NFT? Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. QB watch in the NFL continues for many teams, quite frankly. The Ravens, Jets, Packers. We're going to stick with the Packers and Jets. And there's one former general manager that thinks one of these two teams should bring in a new name to help push this trade along. If I was the Jets, I would bring in Lamar Jackson. There's no downside to talking to him. And I, until the deal is done and every T is crossed and I is dotted, obviously they feel very confident that's going to get done. And for them, that's great. Hopefully it works out. I've just been through it too many times where at the last minute a deal falls apart. Or what happens if Aaron Rodgers wakes up tomorrow and says, you know what, fellas, it's like, I'm good because you know CBS offered him $300 million you know, to replace Tony Rowe. Like, you never know what could happen. <laughs> ESPN's Mike Tannenbaum there on Get Up. If it sounds his name sounds familiar, he was the former Jets general manager that traded for Brett Favre back in 2008. The NFL draft is possibly being seen as the next serious deadline for this trade, which begins on April 27th. Over to baseball, where it is officially back. The Brewers opened their season down in Chicago on Thursday and did so against those Cubs. And with the game scoreless, that's when things started to fall apart for starting pitcher Corbin Burns in the third inning. Burns stretches in the 0-1. Swinging a ground ball, right field, base hit. 
Scoring is Master Boney. First to third goes Horner. And that throw cut off. Then Adamas throws back in behind the runner at first Swanson and threw it away. Taking off for the plate is Horner. And he scores on Willie's error. It ends up being a two-run play for the Chicago Cubs. RBI single, Dansby Swanson, and Adamas getting aggressive. Try to essentially a back pick, and he threw it wide, so it's 2-0 Cubs. The four-run third inning was all the Chicago Cubs needed as the Brewers, well, the offense just hasn't left spring training yet as they only get four hits throughout the entire game. And they fall to the Cubs for the first loss of the season, 4-0. Speaking after the game, manager Craig Council, he kind of expected this coming into a game in Wrigley in late March. Look, it, it was a day where, where offense was going to be difficult, um, as as you can get as you get many days here early in the season. Yeah, they, they I mean they got you know the walks kind of early hurt us a little bit, and then they they put the ball in play in the right spot, and you know we we didn't you know we didn't make a you know we gave them maybe one run basically, but. Um, you know, and then we didn't do much offensively. Frustrating third inning there, but Burns did go five innings, allowing those four runs and striking out only three batters. The Brewers do have a scheduled off day today. They are back at it Saturday. First pitch is set for 120. Brandon Woodruff is slated to get the, his first start of the season. Over to the NBA, where the Bucks also had themselves a night they will want to forget as the Boston Celtics storm Milwaukee and light the Bucks up for a 140-99 final score. For the seventh worst loss in franchise history. The game stayed close for most of the first quarter, but Boston quickly pulled away towards the end. And, well, things got out of hand very, very, very quickly. Jason Tatum dropped 40. Jalen Brown added 30. And now the lead for the top spot for the Bucks in the Eastern Conference is only at two games with only five more to play. Head coach Mike Budenholzer, he knows it's a game of runs. The Bucks just couldn't find one. No, I, I mean, I think we were three for 22 at halftime and, um, you know, it's like, it's like always, I'm sure that there were, um, you know, a handful or a couple that were, were difficult. And then there's a handful or, or more that, you know, you feel like you can make and games can flip and change and, um, runs can happen and we weren't able to make a run back. So, you know, we got to look at it. Uh, you know, there's some that, you know, I remember that, that are good and there's some that I remember, you know, we, we didn't get good enough looks, uh, so it's a little bit of both. But and, and you got to make some tough ones too. So next up for the Bucks is another primetime showdown Sunday as Joel Embiid and the 76ers come to town. Tip off for that game is set for 7 p.m. Coming up. The Midwest Gaming Classic taking over all three floors of the Wisconsin Center this weekend. At 722 on this Friday morning, the Midwest Gaming Classic taking over all three floors of the Wisconsin Center this weekend. Super cool show, no matter what you're into. I took my 15-year-old son, Max Vitrano, last year, Wisconsin's Morning News gaming and tech consultant. We just played the Magnavox Odyssey, the first video game console ever. Circa what? About 1972-73. Now that and so much more on display for you to, to check out in many cases, to play at the Midwest Gaming Classic. So they're expecting some 20,000 visitors through the weekend. Matt Isbell is with us this morning. He is uh, one of the organizers of the event. Matt, thanks so much. I know it's up early for you and you got a late night, so let's get right to it. Uh, what I love about this is, you know, 
you don't have to be like a diehard gamer to get a lot out of coming to visit the event. There's really a variety of things that people can see and do. Well, there's so many things you can see and do here this weekend at the Wisconsin Center. You know, you just come on out and play everything from the oldest pinball machines to the brand newest one. We have the new Foo Fighters pinball machine here. We have the retro stuff, the Atari 2600, the PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X. There's just so much to do, and the best thing is it's all on free play when you come here this weekend. You know, one of the things that I really like about uh, going to the event is seeing all the, the classic games, the collector's items, I guess some could say. So I wanted to kind of turn the attention that way a little bit. We know about cards and how big of a business they are. Has that also hit the gaming sector? Are people buying stuff to have and to hold and just hope that in 20, 30 years it, it increases value? Or are people still opening up the box and playing? So to put it in perspective here, actually, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. So our vendor hall, this is how big it's gotten. Last year, we had about uh, 75 vendors last year. We doubled the size. We have 125-plus wow. vendors this year. And the trading card community is coming out. They're doing grading this weekend here. The retro gaming scene when it comes to collecting is insane right now. How many people <laughs> just want to get yeah. their hands on the stuff they had when they were younger? It's insane. Uh, Matt Ispel is with the Wisconsin uh, Midwest Gaming Classic at the Wisconsin Center through the weekend. You know, another thing I found really interesting, Matt, is the people that you bring in for visitors to have a chance to meet and to hear from. They range from, like, the gamers that people watch on YouTube who are expert gamers to maybe some of the voices that you hear in video games to people who've created the games. That's right. We bring in... Um some of the most popular YouTubers on here at the Wisconsin Center at the Midwest Gaming Classic. And we also have, um, like, one of our guests this weekend is Phil Moore. Phil Moore was on a bunch of hit shows on Nickelodeon um, in the 90s. And uh, we have some guys from the pinball area that come in, and they actually teach you how they fix these machines. And if you buy one, that you could just do it yourself. Like, there's a range of things you could just learn this weekend or just meet your favorite guests. And the cool thing is, too, we also have live music throughout the weekend as well. Matt, I don't want to put you on the spot and ask you what your favorite game is, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyways. What's your favorite game? What's the first, wait, What do you got to do when you come to this thing? When I come here, the first thing I got to do is um, play, you know, the newest and latest greatest pinball machine, or, like, I gravitate towards the Star Wars machine. But if I'm going towards, like, an actual video game, my all-time go-to is Sonic the Hedgehog. That is, like, the game that I grew up on and I loved, and, I find it on the Sega Genesis here, and i got to play it at least for 10 minutes you know, to just enjoy it and bring it the nostalgia back. Man, I know you don't know every single piece of equipment that you have in there, but asking for a friend, would you happen to have a stand-up arcade version of uh, Sega's OutRun? Yes, we do. <laughs> oh, boy! Oh, boy! All right, can we, can we come down there right now? <laughs> it's just across the street from you where guys, we're at. <laughs> you guys, you guys want to come on over, I'll plug it in, and we can turn it on just for you guys. Okay, I'll bring a pocket full of quarters. No, I don't even need them. It's all on free play. Uh, Matt, thanks so much. I really look forward to being out there. It is tonight, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, three-day pass options available as well. Hope it's a great event for you here in Milwaukee. Thank you guys very much. Hey, really quick, I just want a reminder, Sunday's family day. Come on out and have a great time. Uh, we'll be there. I'll see you there. Matt Ispel with the Wisconsin or the Midwest Gaming Classic at the Wisconsin Center here this weekend. Super amazing show.
coming to Milwaukee tonight. I told you I don't go to a ton of concerts. I would like to go to more, but there are some like have to see them when they're in town bands for me. Mm-hmm. And this is one. I don't even know if you, you call them a band. Did you call them a band? I call is, it. Yeah, a, a group. <laughs> I don't. What do you call multiple bagpipes? You call it bag rock. This is the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Maybe you've seen them at. Uh, they're they're here every year for Irish Fest. Bunch of Scottish dudes and actually musicians from around the world. Um, the, the website says they hold many world championship titles for... in their individual musical disciplines. Oh, okay. So you got uh, you got some electric guitar in there. You heard some percussion, depending on the size of the show. I mean, I've even seen them when they've brought horns before, which is pretty awesome. So they'll mix anything in there. Sometimes there's dancing. How are the ears feeling after this the show? Fine. Like, just good. <laughs> just Good. It's loud, man. <laughs> they're super awesome. You just drive home in silence, but the concert stays with you. Yeah, so they're going to be at the Marcus Performing Arts Center tonight, 8 o'clock show. And this this show is not like, entertainment's getting super expensive. 30 bucks will get you in the door. 50 bucks for like a super nice seat. Those are the nicest seats in the house for 50 bucks. I love when they do the covers. Yeah, like the popular right? music. It's very cool. I'm a sucker for a good movie trailer, and that's what this kind of reminds me a little bit. Like, you're making a little movie trailer-ish. I love it. So still tickets available for the Red Hot Chili Pipers in town tonight at the Marcus Performing Arts Center. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Brewers open their season down in Chicago on Thursday afternoon, and they get held scoreless as the Chicago Cubs used a four-run third inning, and that would be all they need to defeat Milwaukee for a final score of 4-0. to zero. Corbin Burns did get the start going five innings and allowing four earned runs. The Brewers have an off-scheduled day today. They are back at it Saturday at 1.20. Brandon Woodruff is slated to get the start. At 7.45, Brewers 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Today on this off-day Friday, we've got Adam McAlvey in-house. He's with MLB.com, Brewers beat writer, and... Super nice guy to come in early <laughs> this morning. Back from Chicago, you took the off day to come home and then uh, head back out there tomorrow. Weather looks okay for tomorrow. Oh, there's a window, Vince. There's always a window. And this is the only time you're going to see my face ever at 745 in the morning. So I thought we might as well do this now. Glad you're we could help you. You're still stuck on that Arizona time, I am you? on spring training time. Yeah. That's the weirdest thing about baseball is you live in this early morning life for six weeks. And then you come home and typically you like flip the switch and all of a sudden you're a second shifter. Yeah, right. This year it eases in with these nice games and day games in Chicago. So, uh, obviously, the outcome of the game was not what Brewers fans wanted. Really one bad defensive inning and uh, and no offense, once again, for the crew. But a couple of nice things happened. And, you know, following your stuff and your Twitter feed as well, you know, Bryce Terang, a rookie, getting his first hit in his first at-bat. Now, he probably envisioned a liner to the outfield. <laughs> but He'll he, take it. But he legged one out for yeah. his first Major League hit. I love those stories, man. Well, and Craig Council is the one who alerted us to the fact that he showed up suit and tie he did. to the ballpark, <laughs> which is very cool, especially for Wrigley, one of the old school yards. And Bryce said that was his dad who said, you should show up in a suit to the ballpark. And that's old school. His dad played for the Mariners in the early 90s, so a little uh, a little old school. And Gus Varland, the other mm-hmm. first-timer, got in the game, got into and out of a jam, which was very cool, had the baseball from his first strikeout. His brother, Louie, 
pitched for the Twins last year, made his major league debut. So for both of the Brewers' new guys, some big league bloodlines, which is kind of nice. So it, it was a I – I told Vinny that I asked him, how early is it in the season do, do you have to break a remote? So I have to go get a remote. <laughs> Too early, dude. I have oh, to go wow. get a remote. Easy, man. I have to go get a remote after work today. 161 <laughs> to go. Yeah, I know. 161 <laughs> remotes maybe. Um, frustrating game. It ends kind of with a with a bummer with Luis Urias. I know Craig didn't really have much of an update. No. Do, if if there's an, if there's no update, do you anticipate he's probably at least going to go on the ten day? Do you see a retroactive move for the Brewers? They had a couple of guys on the fringe of making this roster well, down look, in AAA early in the year. I, we don't know. First of all, so this is just sure s- in general talking about injuries early. They always want to avoid like. A two-month thing when you can make it a 10-day thing. So there is the possibility of a move, and you set your roster in order to be covered for whatever happens. And I think they do feel like they have depth in the organization to cover. So mm-hmm. you got Mike Brasso can step in at third base. They have some lefties coming for the Cubs. Brasso mashes lefties. So that might have he might have played there somewhere. Regardless, yeah. Anywhere. Anyway, and then you have these young outfielders uh, at Triple A, Sal Freelich and Joey Weimer, who both had phenomenal spring trainings. Mm-hmm. I don't think Weimer was on the radar going into spring training for the big league roster, and he put himself there. And the Tyrone Taylor injury also pushed Joey Weimer into that spot. So they could, you know, again, we don't know about Urias, but just generally, if someone goes down, you can bring up one of those kids. Brian Anderson is a third baseman, really. Mm-hmm. He's playing right field because yep. that's where they need him. So he moves into the infield eventually. So. Joey Weimer, you guys, is really fun. If you did not see him on TV in spring training or people who were down there got to see him, he has never seen a pitch he did not want to swing at with everything <laughs> he had. How hard? <laughs> how close was he to making this roster? I know that was well, that I know like service time goes into it. Sir, you know, that goes into it. I think experience goes into sure. it. He's certainly him and Sal. I mean, you you the Brewers can't credibly say they can benefit from at bats in AAA. So that's what they're going sure. to get. But I think he did play really well, and he plays a position right field that with Taylor down, they had a need. He's got the arm for right field for sure. I mean, he has the potential to be a very special player. He, when he was drafted, it was Hunter Pence was the comp because mm-hmm. he's wiry and lean and you know does things a little weird, a little gangly maybe. Um, that, Weimer says that was his favorite player growing up too, so it's nice. fitting. Oh, that's cool. But he has just <laughs> filled out into this monster. And I think when you see him, you're like, that dude is a big leaguer. So we'll see what his story holds. But uh, uh, the opportunity will come at some point this year. I think the Brewers' hope would be that it's a little later and sure. they can stay healthy a little bit longer before they start to have to make some moves. And so Adam McAlvey with Brewers 360. Today you can read his work at MLB.com. Thanks for being up early, man. Hey, you'll never see me again. Fun for the rest <laughs> of our lives together. It's fine for all of us. We can still be friends. <laughs> 749, Mark Tauscher is next on Wisconsin's Morning News. When markets turn volatile, do you question your financial security? Learn how your wealth can withstand market shocks with a free wealth path analysis from Creative Planning. See how a customized plan and portfolio can send your confidence soaring. Go to creativeplanning.com slash radio. For Milwaukee sports broadcaster Jeff Levering, this was the final straw. When I walked into my son's room and there was frost on the hardware on the inside of the house. My wife was getting upset with the drafts coming through the doors. That was it. It was time for the Leverings to call Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Putting new windows and doors in your home is a big decision. With all the options that Pella has, everybody on your staff has done a great job of making a really difficult decision super simple. And I can't wait to have them in my house. Order today and get 0% interest for up to four years. 
The beauty of Pella's designs allows us to customize. Whether your new windows are painted, stained, or left bare to complement your unique home decor. Hurry, get 0% financing for up to four years at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com today. Certain restrictions apply. You know you should be saving your hard-earned money in a safe place, but there's a difference between just letting it sit there and watching it grow. With Town Bank's great new rates on savings accounts, you can start earning more than ever before. Make the switch today and get more interest and their award-winning customer service. But act fast. These great new rates won't be here for long. Learn how much your money can grow at townbank.us. Banking products provided by Winters Financial Corp. Banks. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. 751, and we'll check in on the traffic with Finn Askin. Hey Vince, yeah, we got our first delays of the morning. It's really just a couple taps on the brakes and a one-minute delay on 94 West from the stadium interchange up to the General Mitchell off-ramp. But we are now, we now do have a crash actually on 43 North at Fond du Lac Ave. The right lane is blocked there. No delays just yet, but it looks like heavy traffic is coming in hot. While you're navigating the roads as quickly and safely as possible, if you see something we should know about, call the WTMJ Hall Mazda traffic tip line at 414-238-9329. From the WTMJ Traffic Center, I'm Finn Askin on News Radio WTMJ. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Dre Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Today, rain and thunderstorms with a high of 62 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight. Low temperature drops down to 36. Chance of some severe weather between 8 and 11 tonight. Morning snow on Saturday. Not much, less than an inch of accumulation and a high of 42 degrees. Sunday, mostly sunny. High of 53 degrees. And partly sunny on Monday for the Brewers home opener with a high of 55 degrees. Just a chance of rain late. Right now in Milwaukee, 44 degrees. Ready, hut, hut. Idea man. When Brett Favre came back in 08. Innovator. Which Aaron Rodgers could, hey, this could be the first offseason in a while. He decides in April, you know what, guys? You're not going to trade me. I'm coming to Lampo. I'm going to start working out with the team. And Packers Hall of Famer. It will be Circus City, USA. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. 7.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher with us this morning. Tausch, I don't know where you stand in general on the ballpark proposal. I guess let's start there and then I'll fill you in on what happened. What I guess... I'm not. I, I was wondering, are we building a new stadium when you first said ballpark proposal? Oh, no, I'm sorry, because pal, right. The on one knee guy proposes to girlfriend at yeah, the yard. I, I, so I, I typically would say it's definitely not for me. But again, I think if you let's say you met at the ballpark okay. and that's a big part of your relationship, I don't mind it. I actually think anytime you can celebrate love, you should do it. But that does. That doesn't mean that's something I would do, but I'm I'm on board with it. I think it's a it's a very public way to do something that I would think you'd want to keep private. Yeah, right. And it's not right for for all ladies, right? Some would really appreciate that. Say, well, that's amazing. Others, you you know, maybe perhaps would not. I'm, I'm you pretty sure put them on the spot a little bit too, right? I yeah, mean, it's right? not like that. You could be wavering a little bit, and uh, it would take a lot of courage 
in front of 60,000 or 40,000 or whatever it is to say, I don't know, man. Uh, let, let's talk about this on the side. Well, as for whether or not she liked it at Dodger Stadium on their home opener, uh, old boy proposed to his girl, okay, <laughs> down on one knee, had the ring out, shouting the proposal at her in a stadium full of people. From center field, he hopped the wall <laughs> and absconded on the field and shouted his proposal before he was quickly tackled. Uh, yeah, that should put up a bunch of red flags for this <laughs> for young her? lady. Uh, I, I, it's one thing if you get like stadium cam to come do it or you talk to some people at the you know with the Dodgers or with the Brewers or whatever it is and you get down on the field or you can do it in a fun nice way uh doing something criminally typically <laughs> unless you're Bonnie and Clyde right. I'm not sure that's the ro- the road to go down but who knows maybe maybe it's like that Costanza episode where there's the the girl that works with Elaine and is only going out with George cuz you know she thinks he's a bad oh, you yeah, know yeah. what bad mamma jamma and maybe this is that that gal just loves people that are pushing the law and breaking the rules, and maybe that is what it is. But I, I think generally speaking, that'd be a hard no for me. <laughs> you know what? My, a good my point, wife, Brandon. Yeah, she would have. She told me like when she kind of knew I was, you know, maybe was going to ask the question. She said, "You better not do it in public." Okay. She was good. adamant about it not being in public. So made when we would go that. to a brewer game, I would tease her last summer and just kind of here it comes. You know, go tie my so, shoe. Brandon, how do you think? <laughs> how would she have reacted had you done it in public after she's specific? Because she obviously loves you. Blah blah blah. Would she have still accepted it, or would she have said, "I can't believe you did this to me in this scenario"? I think it would have been a, a combination of both of those, Tausch. If that makes sense, I'm sure she would have grabbed the rain, pulled me up right away, and said, "All right, let's go." I say yes, but don't ever do that again. Yes, but you're in big trouble, <laughs> yeah. and we're not off to a good start. Yeah, so we did. I did it in private. Yeah, I was going to say, what a way to start it, right? <laughs> but I think the girl was there. I think she was recording him. She was because the, is the, that where the video from? I think from? so. Like, if you watch the video, it pans to a girl. And I'm always, I'm curious, too. Did he get his ring back? Like, did they find it in the dirt and the grass? <laughs> right. Somebody picked it up. I have so up. many questions. And also, in terms of the tackle, Taos, you got to go online and see it because I would say, any National Football League I team did that see that guy. tackle. I, I I did see that part of it. I had no clue that there was any, again, it's the, the quick videos, uh, because somebody had mentioned it looked like Ed Reed, the old great Baltimore yes. Ravens safety, that went and made the tackle. I had no clue there was anything to do with uh, someone getting married, but if she was in on it, it she... I feel like she's one of those gals that likes the bad boy that wants to get arrested. So maybe, you know what, like every relationship, there's a dynamic that you don't know about. (laughs) She must really dig this, and that's why he probably went out of his comfort zone to go do something crazy. And it's a memory and a story. Probably wants to get it on Instagram and get it viral, which obviously it has done. So it looks like maybe this couple knows exactly what they're doing. It was a clean hit, too. Wouldn't even have drawn a flag. I mean, just you really know, good no hit. helmet to helmet. Head out of it. <laughs> Definitely looked like he was studying the NFL versions right. of today's NFL. This wasn't Ronnie Lott, Chuck <laughs> Cecil back in the 80s, 90s. This is head to the side. Yep. So the NFL is setting the tone, and it's good that now the uh, you know the security folks are taking notice when they're taking down would-be proposers. Someone get Joe Barry on the phone. <laughs> Please, we'll take him. Hey, Adrian Amos ain't coming back, so Green Bay could use a safety. Have a great weekend, Tausch.
You too, guys. Business headlines are up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Teddy Nichol. Advocate Health CEOs say the company is cutting costs through staff attrition instead of layoffs as it faces ongoing financial losses. The company recently formed through a deal that combined Wisconsin's Advocate Aurora Health and North Carolina-based Atrium Health. The Wisconsin Department of Transportation is seeking federal funding to establish Amtrak routes from Milwaukee to Madison and Green Bay. It's also looking to add more trips from Milwaukee to Chicago. The Paps Theater Group is preparing to reveal its nearly half-million-dollar renovation to its newest venue, the Fitzgerald, on North Marshall Street in Milwaukee. It's hosting an open house at the venue on April 5th, and the venue was previously known as the Villa Philomena. I'm Teddy Nykel with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ. The Lenten season is here, and a Friday fish fry is a family tradition. WTMJ's John Mercure here. I highly recommend the cod fish fry at the historic Fox and Hounds restaurant. It's all you can eat. It's fifteen ninety nine, and it is one of the best. All other dinners tonight and this weekend are buy one get one free, including desserts. I love that buy one get 